Hello. Welcome to the Spirit of Praise broadcast coming to you from Tabernacle of Praise Church International, York, South Carolina. I'm Bishop Alfred Jackson. I'm thankful that you've tuned in today. I pray that the message uh, will bless you and impact your life in a powerful way. Again, thank you for tuning in. Enjoy the message. seated in the presence of the Lord. We bless the name of the Lord our God and thank him for this opportunity to be in the house of worship this morning. And it is, yes! It's so good to see all of you this morning. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's just a great blessing just to look out over this congregation after so many months, amen, and see all of you who've gathered together this morning on this Resurrection Sunday morning, amen, to worship the Lord. And he is worthy of our worship. The worship ah, felt so good this morning. Yeah, thank the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. We just want to encourage you to continue uh, to trust the Lord as we go forth. As, as wonderful as it is to see everyone, we will maintain and we want to continue. We want to continue together. So we ask that we please, ma'am and please, sir, please follow all protocols, COVID-19 protocols. Uh, if, if you feel sick or have a fever, please Stay home on that, on, on that Sunday morning or that week. If you've been exposed to somebody who tested positive and you know it, then you should stay home too. Amen? Amen. There, there are a lot of people who want to worship, and this is definitely one of those times that we are our brother's keeper and that we have to be concerned not just about what we want, but be concerned about others in our congregation and especially people who are vulnerable, and they still want to come together and worship. So we have to be, we have to be very cautious. It's, it's a time where people are letting down their guards. Uh, people are gathering together. And, uh, I know some people don't trust science, <laughs> but I'm a firm believer that in this situation, uh, we need to trust the medical experts. We need to listen and pay attention. Um, some of us have been fully vaccinated and we praise God for that, but we still have to be careful. Amen. We still, we still have to be careful. 
because we don't want to be exposed and then expose someone else. So wear your mask. Uh, you know, I know that when you're trying to sing and holler and shout, this, this mask gets kind of, <laughs> it gets kind of hot and warm and, 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 and sweaty, but that's okay. The day is going to come when we may not have to do this. In the meantime, we'll adjust ourselves. Praise the Lord. It's just wonderful to see so many of you this morning. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God is good. He is good. He's good. He's faithful. He's faithful. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. All right, from our text that was read in your hearing, 1 Corinthians chapter 15. If you have your Bibles, you can turn there. And I didn't want to read the whole chapter, but in the message I will cover several things that are listed in this chapter. So you might want to go back and read the entire chapter when you have a chance. Praise the Lord. Amen. Um, glory to God. I woke up this morning with an old song on my mind. I'm not going to sing it, but hallelujah, I feel like singing it. It's just another day that the Lord has kept me. Yeah. Even we can say it's just another year that the Lord has kept us. Hallelujah. You think about the people that have left us left this world since March of 2020, maybe before March, but we're still here. There's another song I think the Winans made that says, millions didn't make it, but I'm one of the ones who did. Woo. Glory to the name of the Lord. Are you thankful that you're here this morning? Are you thankful that you're alive this morning? Hallelujah. 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 You know, sometimes young people don't think about life and death because young people think about the fact that, you know, they just don't think about it. They just think they got health and strength. They're going to live forever. But the older you get and the more people you see leave, the more you think about. It. It's just another day that the Lord has kept with us. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Whew. Yeah. It's bad enough to, to have foggy glasses. <laughs> oh, but when you get a little emotional in the midst of it. Let me, let me find the right scripture. <laughs> Hallelujah. <sighs> oh, God, I'm so happy this morning. Oof. For what I received, verse 3, I passed on to you as of first importance that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, that he was buried, 
that he was raised on the third day. I hope you know why Sunday is the third day. He was crucified on Friday. Amen. Jewish calendar, Jewish concept. Friday began at 6 p.m. on Thursday and ended at 6 p.m. on Friday. So he was crucified, Mark says, at 9 a.m. on the first day, that Friday. Crucified. Raised on the third day according to the scriptures. Hallelujah. And that he appeared to Peter. And then to the twelve. After that, he appeared to more than 500 brethren at the same time. And Paul, Paul says, most of them are still living, though some have fallen asleep, some have died. Then he appeared to James and to all the apostles. And last of all, Paul says, he appeared to me as one, as to one abnormally born. For I am the least of the apostles and do not even deserve to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. Verse 19. If only for this life we have hope in Christ, we are to be pitied more than all men. But Christ has indeed been raised from the dead. Christ has indeed, can somebody say that? Christ has indeed been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. Hallelujah. Amen. You can continue reading later on, but we're going to stop right there. And I want to talk today, I'm led to talk to you today about a faith that cannot fail. A faith that cannot fail. Hallelujah. Father, thank you for your word and the power of your word. Thank you that when your word goes forth, it will not return to you void, but it will accomplish all that you desire. Thank you that you prosper your word in the things that you sent your word to. Thank you for sending your word to us today. It's in the miraculous name and mighty name of Jesus that we pray and we thank you. Amen. Hallelujah. A faith that cannot fail. Say that with me. A, a faith that cannot, hallelujah, fail. Faith is important to us, to say it, to say the least. Faith is important to us. It is so important because we must live by faith from day to day, right? If we are believers, definitely we are to live by faith day by day. It's important with our walk with God. It's important in the work of ministry. It's important as we face trials, troubles, and tribulations throughout the days that we live. Bible says that all who will live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. Jesus says in the world, yeah, you're going to suffer persecution. You're going to be afflicted, but be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. Yeah, and the scripture does say, without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he that comes to God must first of all believe that he is, 
and that he is a rewarder of them who diligently seek him. Yeah, if I, if I come to God, I must first of all, before anything else, before I, before I expect to receive anything from him, before, even before I, t- I must first of all believe that he is, that he exists, and that he rewards those who diligently seek him. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. I got to believe. Got to believe that God exists. I got to believe that God is real. I, I, I must not only sing about him being alive. I must believe that he is alive. Are you listening? Yeah, it's one thing to join in with the singing that, that the Lord is alive, but it's another thing to believe that he is alive. Because after all, you don't see him with your natural eyes walking in our midst. Oh, he's walking right now. Uh, he's present right now. He's walking among the church, not just T.O.P., but among the believers throughout the world. The Lord is alive, and, and I must believe that, that he is alive. I must believe that, that he is actively involved in the lives of the people that he created in his own image and own likeness. Those of us who've come to him, he is actively involved in our lives and in our situations. Yeah, yeah. We must, we must believe that. And sometimes when you're going through, someone say going through. <laughs> you know, it's wonderful to say that and you're not just talking to the camera. <laughs> and you get some response back. Amen. You got to believe when you're going through. I mean, not just when you're not going through, you know. You know, uh, uh, but when you're going through, you got to believe that God is actively involved in your situation, that, that there is nothing hidden from the eyes of him with whom we have to do. That's the kind of faith that we must have. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we see that, that, that there are many people who say that they have faith But many times their lives are filled with worry. Their lives are filled with doubt. Their lives are filled with fear, anxiety. You say, Bishop, well, we're human. As human beings, we're going to have fear. But let's let's, let's talk about a faith (laughs) that cannot fail. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hallelujah. In the midst of that, yeah, in the midst of, of, of this, there are those who feel that God is, is too good to love them or to enter into their situations because they feel so unlovable. Believers, some believers feel like they've done so much wrong that God can't love them. Mm. And it affects the faith that they should have in the almighty God. Yeah. And let me put a plug in for school of ministry right here because, you know, we're talking about these things in school of ministry. Yeah. We just finished talking about the goodness of God. Hallelujah. And how, how God is good despite what we might experience and how, how God, how God uh, will, uh, will, will work in the midst of all of the adverse things in our lives to work good in those situations to those who love them and are called according to his purposes. But we must believe that. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because sometimes we are like the, the people of Nazareth who, who, who Jesus, where Jesus could not do any mighty things because of the people's unbelief. Yeah, yeah, hallelujah, yeah. Then, you know, there are situations where uh, we question the faithfulness of God in our situations. Yeah, kind of similar to what I just said. God, if you love me, why am I going through so much? God, if you're involved in my situation, why am I suffering like I'm suffering? Hmm. Yeah. So as the Lord was speaking to me about the message this morning and about a faith and about faith uh, and about the resurrection of, of Jesus Christ, he began to speak to me about a faith that cannot fail and how we as believers must have this kind of faith, a faith that, that in God that knows that this faith won't fail, that my faith won't fail me, regardless of what I go through, regardless of what I'm experiencing, my faith in the Lord God Almighty cannot fail. Cannot, not will not, but cannot fail. Hallelujah. And we preach this all of the time, and I don't want to jump ahead of myself, but, but of course, as I'm preaching, I'm hearing Scripture, I'm hearing the Lord say, yeah, that God watches over his word to perform his word. Uh, and then and, and, and I hear the Lord say in, in Isaiah 40, 28, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. So in the midst of what I'm going through, uh, my faith that, that, that cannot fail me tells me to wait on God. Yeah, yeah. Don't get impatient. Don't, don't, don't throw in the towel. Wait on God. Hallelujah. Because as I wait on God, hallelujah, my strength is going to be renewed. As I wait on God, my faith is going to be undergirded. As, as I wait on God, I, I'm going to be strengthened, hallelujah, in the midst of what I'm going through. Not apart from what I'm going through, because God is going to strengthen me in the midst of what I'm going through. Hallelujah. God began to speak to me about a faith that cannot fail. A faith that is rightly placed in who he is. A faith that is rightly placed in what he did in and through our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ, through his death and his resurrection, cannot fail. Hallelujah. Cannot fail. Why, why, why can't this faith fail? Well, 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 let me just share with you a few things that the Lord shared with me. Okay? Uh, my faith, our faith cannot fail. Cannot fail because... Is rooted in God, who has proven himself faithful by raising Jesus Christ from the dead. Now, now that seems like you know I've been hearing this all of my life in the church, but 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 let me let me let me show you some things that that some may have missed. And don't 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 tune me out right now, okay? Don't don't let your mind wander, okay? Just just tune in right here. I, some of us know this quite well. Uh, but 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 some of us may have missed it, okay? It's rooted in God who's proven himself faithful 
in raising Christ from the dead. Now, now when you read, when you hear that, you, your mind got your mind needs to go back. Uh, not just to Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Your mind needs to go back to Genesis. <laughs> and you need to read the books of the Bible, and you need to see the scarlet thread of salvation that goes throughout the Old Testament, been fulfilled in Jesus Christ, glory to God, and will be finally culminated when Christ comes back, amen, to judge the quick and the dead. Hallelujah. So when I look in Genesis, glory to God, I see that, that, that Cain killed Abel because Abel's sacrifice was accepted by God. What did Abel do? Abel presented uh, 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 the first of his flock. Abel presented a sacrifice of blood. Ooh. An indication. Hallelujah. Salvation is in the blood. Oh, Lord God Almighty. Hallelujah. And as I read the Bible, I, I see the scarlet thread. That's why you need to be a student of the Bible, saints. You can't be a believer and you never open this book. You can't believe in God and you never study this book. Oh, bless the name of Jesus. You got to see what God did because Jesus is the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Yeah, my faith can't fail because it's rooted in God. In the New Testament, I see the fulfillment of all of the prophecies about Jesus Christ. Not only of his coming, but I see the fulfillment of the prophecies of his crucifixion and of his resurrection as he promised. Paul said, Paul said, he said, glory to God. In verse number three, he said, I received... For what I received, I pass on to you as of the first importance that Christ died for our sins according to the Scripture. When you read the Scriptures, I think it's a Scripture in Matthew where Mary went to the tomb and discovered that Jesus had been raised. He, the, the angel said, he's not here, he's risen as he said. Did you catch it? Hallelujah. The angel didn't say he's just risen, but he's risen just as he said. Somebody say just as he said. God is a God of his word, and he's proven that he's a God of his word. The infallible proofs of the resurrection, and we've talked about this over and over again. Don't miss it, saints. Children, don't miss it. The infallible proofs of the resurrection. I won't go through them all, but Paul lists some of them right here. Paul says in, in chapter 15 that, that he appeared to Peter. Hallelujah. And then to the 12. Hallelujah. And after that, he appeared to more than 500 brethren at the same time. So Jesus just didn't appear, amen, on the day of Pentecost to those that were in the upper room, but he appeared to 500 brethren at the same time. Glory to God. Amen. There were people saw this Jesus that had been crucified, but was raised from the dead as he said. Oh God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And when I when I when I read these scriptures and it goes on, Paul said he appeared to me as one born uh, an abnormal uh, birth. And, and all of us know that, that Paul was a person, Saul was a persecutor of the church. 
Uh, and he was, he, was, he was persecuting these Christians because they believed, he believed that the Jewish faith was right and that the Messiah had not come and that, that Jesus was an imposter and he was undermining the faith. So he wanted to get rid of him. Uh, and he wanted to not, not get rid of him, but get rid of every Christian that was proclaiming Jesus, but on the road to Damascus. I wonder if you've had a Damascus Road experience. Glory to God. We need a Damascus Road experience. The problem in the church is that many of us have not had a Damascus Road experience. Glory to God. We've been going about our business. We've been living our lives. Glory to God. And we've been talking about the church and, 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 and talking about Christians and laughing about other believers. Glory to God. But we need to meet the Lord. We need the Lord to knock us off our, whore, our, our high horse. We need the Lord to come into our lives. You need to experience Jesus. You need, you need to experience Jesus. I, 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 I remember times in my life when I've experienced Jesus. I remember in my, in my dorm room in college, the Lord coming in and speaking to me, laying on my bed. And I got up and I went to the door and I checked the door because I found I was dreaming. And I said, somebody came in the room. But when I checked the door, the door was locked. Oh, my goodness. Ooh. Oh, God, thank you. Does anybody understand what I'm talking about? Yeah, infallible proofs. I mean, you know, Josephus talks about this Christ that it was that had been resurrected from the dead. I mean, you know, and you think about what the Romans tried to do to, to cover up his resurrection. They 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 concocted a lie, amen, and 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 told and paid the soldiers that had had had, had been at the tomb. They they said, Tell the people that his disciples came and stole the body. Well, if the disciples came and stole the body, why did they when Peter looked in, he he saw the grave clothes folded up in one place, glory to God, and the napkin that had wrapped around his head folded up in another place. Why? When I think about this, I think about the Lord is trustworthy. Hallelujah. We sing the song, God is trustworthy. Yes, I will trust him. Hallelujah. But you know what? I don't need to trust the Lord because of what you said. Hallelujah. Because somebody will say that was your experience. That's not my experience. I need to trust the Lord because of what God has said. I need to trust him because God raised Jesus from the dead. Hallelujah. And there are infallible proofs that God raised Jesus from the, from the dead. And because he did, we can trust God. We can trust him in everything he says. So when I'm going through, when I'm going through, Thank God for my doctor. Thank God for the saints that will encourage me. But thank God for what he did. Thank God for what he said. Thank God that he's proven himself faithful. Are you listening? He's proven. I mean, you know, I, maybe I'm wrong, glory to God. But, but the resurrection of Jesus from the dead was the ultimate proof that God is a God of his word. And what God has promised, God will perform. What God has said, God will bring to pass. He is not a man that he should lie, nor is he the son of man that he should repent. Whew. Hallelujah. Glory to the name of Jesus. And along with that, because Christ, through his death and resurrection, has defeated, listen, has defeated death, hell, and the grave. Whew. My faith cannot fail. 
because Christ has defeated death, hell, and the grave, my faith cannot fail. Now, 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 okay, let me just go on. Whoa, Jesus. Yeah, you see, when you, th- when you talk about death and hell and the grave, you're dealing with the realm of the unknown. You're dealing with the realm of the unknown. And, and we tend to be afraid of those things that we don't know anything about. We're afraid of the unknown. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we, have, we, have, we have apprehensions about the unknown. We, and especially when it comes to dying, a lot of people are afraid of death. Oh, and, and many times we only categorize death in one area because we think about, we think about physical death and nobody has, excuse me, has, has, has in our ex- existence has come back from the dead to tell us it's all right. And most of us, if somebody came back from the dead, we would be afraid of them. Yeah, yeah. I remember my grandmother telling me, I'll never forget this story. Amen. She said, when her husband died, she used to pray, God, if I could just see him one more time. She said, Lord, if I could just see him one more time. And she said, one night he came and sat on the side of the bed. She was having a dream. <laughs> but she said, every time she jumped over, he moved over. <laughs> and she said, I never wanted to see him again. <laughs> Hallelujah. We are afraid. We are afraid. But Jesus has defeated death. Hell in the grave. Defeating death via his resurrection means that we don't have to fear dying anymore. There's no reason for us to fear if we are in Christ. There is no reason for us to fear dying anymore. And think about that. Because the first death that you must experience is a death to self. The problem in the body is that we don't want to die to self. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the scripture teaches us to trust God with our lives, but we, we want to hold on to what we know. And, and what we know many times has created so many problems in our lives. What we know has created uh, 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 shame and, 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 and more fear and, and hurt and pain, but, but we don't want to let go of what we know. Hallelujah. But because Jesus was raised from the dead, he's defeated death. Hallelujah. He's defeated death. Your life is hidden with Christ in God. And there is nothing for you to fear. Jesus said, come unto me, all you who are laid by the heavy laden. Take my yoke upon you and, and I'll give you rest. My yoke is easy, my burden is life. He said, I've come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. But, but we understand that we're not going to get that abundant life until we learn to trust him. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He died for you. Oh, it's a personal thing. Yeah, it's a personal thing. He died. He, he conquered death for you so that you don't have to be afraid. Not even of giving up self because you cannot give up more for God than he will give back to you. He said, there is nobody, there is no one in this life who's given up mother, father, sister, brother, husband, wife, yea, even his own life that you've not experienced or received much more in return. He defeated death. 
Yeah, and he defeated physical death. So there's no reason for us to fear. If you die in Christ, you're not just dead. Hallelujah. Paul said to be absent from the body is to be present from the, to the, with the Lord. Uh, you're not just dead. You just transitioned. Mm, 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 mm. You just transitioned. Hallelujah. When you give up self for Christ, you didn't just die to self. You transitioned. Hallelujah. You transitioned to a new life in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And you need that transition. Until you get that transition, the devil will hold sway over your life. The devil will wreak havoc, havoc in your life. Until you get that transition, you'll be up today and down tomorrow. Until you experience that transition, hallelujah, you'll be strong today and weak tomorrow. Until you get that transition, hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah in this house. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a promise in verse 20. It says, but now Christ is risen from the dead and has become the first fruits of those who've fallen asleep. Christ is the first of those who died and was raised from the dead never to die again. You got that? Yeah, Lazarus died. Jesus raised him from the dead. Lazarus had to die again. But, but Christ is the first fruits of those who've fallen asleep. Amen? Amen. Uh, he, Jesus died never to die again. First truths indicate that there, will, that there will be more of the same order. There will be more of the same order. Amen. This undergirds our faith in Christ and gives us assurance, uh, gives assurance to the believer, uh, w w hallelujah, that we can anticipate life after death. Hallelujah. You're afraid of the unknown. Put your faith in God because there's a life after this life. Hallelujah. Jesus said, in my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. That where I am, there you may be also. Are you looking for that place? Are you looking forward to that home? Hallelujah. So when Christ became the first fruits of those that slept, it meant that there were more that were coming in that same, that, in that same order. So, so you and I can anticipate life after death. There is no eternal damnation for those who are in Christ. There is only eternal life. Only eternal life. Then that, that, there is another promise in verses 50 through 58. It says, flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. This physical body, this flesh that is temporary and perishable must die. You need to, you need to reconcile that in your mind and in your spirit. This flesh must die. Flesh and blood cannot inherit eternal life. It's happened to those who died before us. It's going to happen to us. It's going to happen to those who are going to come after us. Amen? But it says, we shall not all sleep. We shall not all die, but we shall be changed in a flash, in the twinkling of an eye. Then it says, the dead will be raised imperishable, and we will be changed. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And, and it goes on to say, let me get back to the scripture, because I wrote that part, but I want to read the rest of it. Hallelujah. And we shall be, we shall be changed. Uh, and the mortal uh, with immortality, when the perishable 
has been clothed in the, in, with the imperishable. You know imperishable is? Imperishable is stuff that cannot perish. Uh, it's not going to rot. It's not going to decay. Hallelujah. And the mortal with immortality. Then the saying that is written will come true. Death has been swallowed up in victory. Where, O oh death, is your victory? Where, O oh death, O oh grave, King James says, is your sting? The sting of death is sin. The power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, he gives us the victory through our, through our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Every person who reads this in every generation reads this in the present tense. He gives us the victory. Hallelujah. Through our Lord Jesus Christ. My faith cannot fail because the enemy of man has been defeated. Paul says early on in chapter 15 that the last enemy of man is death. Hallelujah. Death has been defeated. My faith cannot fail me because my enemies have been defeated. Christ has defeated death, hell. And when it says hell, he's defeated Satan and all of his imps. Oh, yes, 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 yes. And we can shout today, thanks be to God who gives me the victory in Christ Jesus. A victory over sin. A victory over evil. A victory over death. Hallelujah. A victory. Does anybody understand what I'm talking about? Man, oh, you've got victory in your life. Woman, you've got victory in your life. Are you listening? Stop looking at your circumstances. Victory belongs to you. How this is the victory that overcomes the world. Even our faith. Our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Our faith in what God has done for you and me through Jesus Christ. This faith cannot, cannot fail, glory to God, because of God being who he is. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen, man of God. Listen, woman of God. The word of God is reliable. Oh, yes, it is. I said the word of God is reliable. Oh, bless the name of Jesus. You believe a whole lot of things. You need to believe the word of the Lord. Colossians 2 and 13 says, when you were dead in your sins and in the uncircumcision of your sinful nature, Christ, God made you alive. God saved you. God filled you. He forgave us of all our sins. He's canceled the written codes with his regulations that was against us and that stood opposed to us. Are you listening? Hallelujah. He took it away. He nailed it to the cross and having disarmed, glory to God, the powers and the authorities, he made an open spectacle of them and he triumphed over them. Oh, bless the name of Jesus. Bless the name of Jesus. Bless the name of Jesus. The Lord has disarmed Satan. You know, oh yes, he's disarmed the powers and the authorities. Sickness has no power over you. Oh my goodness, I wonder what would happen if we got to the point of faith that we believe God enough to rebuke the sickness. Hallelujah. And didn't go back and worry about it. Mm, didn't go back and second guess God. I wonder what life would be like for us if we just rebuked it in the name of Jesus and, and, and just kept on believing God. 
just kept on believing God in the midst of the pain. I was talking to a, a young man one day, and uh, he was from Liberia, and he said, Bishop, I was so sick. He said, I was sick. I thought I was going to die. He said, but my man of God told me, don't take the medicine. My man of God told me that was something that the doctor had given me to take. And my man of God said, don't take it. And I was, he was there with me throughout. And, and I was sick. I thought I was going to die. But he kept saying, hold on. He kept saying, believe the word. He kept saying, confess the word. He said, and Bishop, I'm standing here today because I believe God against all odds. I believe God, amen, against when, when, when my body was racked with pain, I believed God. Glory to God. When I felt like I was going to give up, when I felt like there was no hope, I believed God because God has disarmed the principalities. God has disarmed the powers. God has disarmed the authority. Oh, y'all, I know y'all listening to me and you're not even believing what I'm saying. You can't even get there because we are so faithful to the doctors and we believe the medicine so much that we can't believe God. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know that was a tough one. That was a tough one because you know, we have we have we have life insurance, we have health insurance. We're going to go to the doctor. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, yeah. But sometimes I think about my brothers and sisters in Africa, and there's no doctor they can go to. If there's a doctor, there's no money to buy the medicine. They go to the hospital. They got to leave the hospital and go to the pharmacy to find the medicine if they have the medicine at the pharmacy or if they have the money to buy the medicine. Uh, when I was in Liberia, I looked at all those people walking around with no mask on. Amen. And, and, and I realized that situation. Even when the government locked things down, they still had to go out every day to find food. Amen. They had to go into the markets. And I said to them, God has been gracious to you all. God has preserved your life. And I'm not saying that we should stop wearing a mask. I'm saying that we got to learn to trust God. I'm not even saying that you shouldn't go to the doctor, but I'm saying is after the doctor gives his report, whose report will you believe? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you going to trust God? Are you going to believe God? You can give me a little bit more volume up here. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you going to really believe God in the midst of it? Amen. Even when you take the medicine and it seems like you're not getting better, are you going to believe God? Hallelujah. When all odds seem to be against you. Hallelujah. Not just when you're sick. Amen. But in your home, with your children, with your marriage, when things are not going well, are you going to believe God? Are you going to hold on to God's unchanging hand? Oh, bless the name of Jesus. I just need to, to, to hear myself just a little bit more. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you really going to believe God? Oh, bless God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm. Yes, Lord. The Lord has set us free. The Lord has set us free. We're victorious. We say victory is, the, is our portion. But do we really believe? That victory is our portion. Hallelujah. We've been delivered from those things, those forces that have held us back, those forces that has held us down. Hallelujah. Oh, God, I thank you today. Mm. This word that God watches over to perform, will you get a word from the Lord and stand on that word? Uh, hallelujah. Lastly, our faith cannot fail cannot fail us when we take into account all that God has done, 
and see, somebody said, and see that he is really big enough. Mm, can you say big enough? Ah, uh, uh, some people's God, he's just too small. Ooh, that he's big enough, that he's strong enough. Hallelujah. Can y'all just give me some more monitors up here? Uh, that he's strong enough, that he's powerful enough, thank you, that he's wise enough, that he's caring enough, somebody said enough, uh, to be trusted in any situation. Hallelujah. In any circumstance, is your God big enough? Mm. Is the God that you serve big enough uh, to be trusted when the storms of life are raging? Are you listening? Uh, Jesus and the disciples were in the boat. And a storm came up. A violent storm came up. And the disciples began to fear because the wind was raging and the waves were lapping against the boat. And they woke Jesus up and said, Master, don't you care that we are perishing? Hallelujah. Jesus rebuked them and said, Oh, ye of little faith. <laughs> Hallelujah. Mm. Why are you afraid? They were afraid because Jesus was, they didn't see Jesus as being big enough and strong enough to handle the winds and the rays. Hallelujah. But Jesus got up and rebuked the wind and the sea. And that was perfect calmness on the sea that day. Hallelujah. Oh, yes, he's big enough. I said he's big enough. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't care what storm is in your life. The Lord is big enough. I don't care what you're going through in your life. The Lord is big enough. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your faith fails you when you face something that you think is too big for God or too big for your concept of God. Just like Abram. Hallelujah. When there was famine in the land and he decided to go down to Egypt. Now there were times when the Lord forbid his people to go back into Egypt. And every time I read about Egypt, after they come out and I read about people going back to Egypt, I think about people going back to bondage. And when you go back to bondage, it's like you are like a dog who vomits and turns back and laps up his own vomit. The Lord doesn't want you going back. But in this instance, Abram decided to go into Egypt because there was famine in the land. But when he got to the border of Egypt, oh my goodness, sometimes you're going to get to the border of that big thing. You may not have faced it right now, but you keep on living. You're going to get to the border of that big thing. And you're going to start looking at the situation. And you're going to see the enemy before you. And it's going to seem like the enemy is so big that even God can't keep you. Abram felt like the enemy was so big. Somebody say so big. That God couldn't keep him in Egypt. So Abram said to Sarai, Abram, yeah, he said, I want you to 
pretend to be my sister. Because when we get into Egypt and the men see how beautiful you are, she must have been a beautiful woman. Hallelujah. They will kill me so they can have you. Hallelujah. But let me tell you something. God was big enough to keep Abram even in Egypt. Hallelujah. But we get like that sometimes. Our situations are so big that we feel like God can't keep us. Oh, my goodness. Cancer can look so big that we feel like God can't keep us. Diabetes can look so big that we feel like God can't keep us. Does anybody understand what I'm talking about today? And our faith begins to fail us. Hallelujah. When things seem so big and our God seems so small. But this resurrection Sunday morning, I sense the Lord saying to us, I am the God who's big enough, hallelujah, to handle all of life's situations and all of life's circumstances. You see, I didn't just raise Jesus from the dead. I planned this whole thing, hallelujah, from the foundation of the world. I'd already put my plan in place. Glory to the name of Jesus. I planned it and I executed it. Yes, I did. Hallelujah. I am the God who operates in such wisdom, glory to God, that none of the rulers of this world knew what I was doing in Christ. For had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Hallelujah. I kept this wisdom hidden from the world. Oh, bless the name of Jesus. That's the kind of God I am. I am the God who destroys the wisdom of of the wise. I am the God who destroys the intelligence of the intelligent to bring my will to pass. I am the God who chose a virgin. Oh, bless the name of Jesus and chose to use her womb, hallelujah, to bring my son into the world. And I did not allow any human DNA to pass into his body. Glory to God. I am the God who executed all of this. I am the God. Hallelujah. Bless the name of Jesus. Your faith has to be in this big God. Oh, bless the name of Jesus. In Liberia, we sing a song that said we serve a big, big God. Oh, hallelujah. We serve the big God, the almighty God, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. We serve, hallelujah, the God who allowed his son to die on that cross. Bless the name of Jesus. Took the curse of sin with him on that cross. Hallelujah. God laid on him the iniquity of us all. Oh, bless the name of Jesus so that we wouldn't have to bear it. I allowed him. God said to be whipped until he was unrecognizable. I allowed him to put a crown of thorns on his head because blood had to be shed for the remission. 
remission of your sin. I put it in place. Yes, I did. And it was for you. Hallelujah. It was for you. That's the kind of God that I am. Hallelujah. And I am. And I am. And I am. That I am. If you have faith in me, your faith cannot fail. If you cast your care on me, your faith cannot fail. It cannot. It cannot. It cannot. I will undergird you. I will bring you through. I will bring you out. Sunday morning. Put your faith in the Almighty God. That's why He's Almighty. Ooh, that's who He is. That's who He is. Ooh. Jesus could say, "Take no thought for your life." Ooh, I got you. What you worried about? I got you. Take no thought. Uh, I know your mind is just wandering through all kinds of circumstances and situations that you've gone through in your life. But take no thought. God said, I've got you. I'm the one. I'm in control. I've never lost control. Uh, I see. I know. I care. I am for you. And if I'm for you, who? Oh, you ought to ask, you ought to ask yourself that question. Say, God, tell that situation, God is for me. You can't be against me and succeed. Hallelujah. Did you hear what I said? Tell that situation, God is for me. You can't be against me and succeed. Somebody ought to give God glory right now. Well, even with your mask on, you ought to give him glory. Uh, you ain't got no mask on your hands. You don't have no mask on your hands. Come on and give him glory. Come on and give him praise. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. Oh, glory.
and dreary. All night, Friday night, he put him in the grave. Uh, he stayed there in the grave. No sign of life. All day Saturday, no sign of life. But early Sunday morning, hallelujah, God sent an angel to roll the stone away. I decree over your life that God has sent an angel to roll your stone away. God raised Jesus from the dead with all power in his hand. Oh, yeah. Mm. I don't care what it looks like, saints. We serve the God of the resurrection. Ooh. We serve the God of the resurrection. I don't care how long the devil has had his hand on your life. We serve the God of the resurrection. If legion could be filled with 10,000 demons and it's so bad that the people put him out of the city and he lived in the graveyard when Jesus came along. Those demons had to flee. I don't care what it looks like. You serve the God of the resurrection. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, bless the name of Jesus. I hear the Lord say, have faith in God. Have faith. Have faith. Have faith. Have faith. Jesus cursed that fig tree. The next day when it came back, the fig tree had already withered up and died. I got a plant in my garage. I put it in there in the fall. Hallelujah. And over the course of time, the greenery started going away. It just it didn't it didn't wither up overnight, but that tree withered overnight. Overnight, Jesus said to his disciples, "Have faith in God. If you have faith in God, you can say to the mountain, be thou removed, and we cast into the midst of the sea." So the, the whole issue with us is our faith. In God. What's blocking your faith? What's stopping the flow of your faith? What's stopping you from trusting in the Almighty God? What's your hindrance today? There's nothing impossible for Him. The things that are impossible with man are possible with God. Possible. All things are possible for those that believe. My God is big enough. My God is big enough. So today, hallelujah, if you're here, here today and, and you're unsaved, or you're listening hmm, online and, and you're unsaved, and you sense the Spirit of the Lord drawing you to him. Because you can't come to the Lord unless he draws you. And if you come to the Lord, it wasn't just a decision that you made. It was the Spirit of God drawing you to him. Some of us the Lord has drawn and we've gone back. Come on back. The Spirit of the Lord is still drawing you. He's drawing you back. He's drawing you back to him. It's still not the Lord's will that anyone perish. It's his will 
that everyone comes to repentance. So today, if you're not saved and you want to give your life to Jesus, even if you're in the sanctuary, then we will practice social distancing and we'll lead you to the Lord. We will pray for you. But if you're here today and you want to give your life to Jesus, I invite you to come now. Just come down front. Now, if you're listening online and you want to give your life to Jesus, I can't see your hand being raised, but the Lord sees you. He sees you just, just wherever you are. And guess what? Especially if there are people around you, raise your hand. You hear me? Don't be ashamed of the Lord. Don't be ashamed of what the Lord has done for you because he died for you. He shed his blood. He gave his life. And in the midst of people who's watching, he's big enough to save you in the midst of it. In the midst of it. And one day you got to tell them anyhow. Because if you don't tell them, there will come a time when they're going to want you to do the things you used to do. And you got to say, I don't do those things anymore. So if, you're, if you want to be saved today, if you're in the sanctuary, you want to be saved, lift your hand. You're online, I want you to pray this prayer with me. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Father, hallelujah, thank you. Pray this prayer with me if you're not saved and you want to be saved. Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. I cannot save myself. But I believe that you died on the cross for my sin. You took my sins, my lawless deeds, my guilt, you took it all with you on that cross so that I would not have to take them and stand before the judgment seat. You took my sins. You took them to the cross. You took my punishment on that cross so that I wouldn't have to do, bear it. Thank you, Lord. Lord Jesus, I believe that. I believe you did that for me. Lord, I give my life to you today. I want to be saved. And only you can save me. Save me from my sin. I receive you now as my Savior and my Lord. Thank you, Lord hearing me. Thank you for saving me. And I claim my salvation now. Hallelujah. Amen. If you prayed that prayer according to what the scripture tells us, as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become his sons and daughters. It says if we believe in our hearts and confess with our mouths the Lord Jesus, God has raised him from the dead, we shall be saved. So all that call upon the name of the Lord, God will not put you to shame. If it's a decision of your will, nobody forced you, nobody coerced you in any kind of way, but you prayed that prayer and you asked Jesus to come into your life as your Savior and your Lord, the Lord has heard you. The Lord has received you. The Lord has saved you. Now, this is what we need you to do. Write to us. If you're on our website or go to our website, there's a place where you can write to us and let us know of the decision that you've made. Or 
on the news feed, if you're right there, somebody is watching right now, somebody will see what you've written in. Give us your contact information so that we can follow up with you. We will do it. We will point you to a church. If, you don't, if you're not in this area, you want to be a part of this fellowship, we'll point you to a church where you can unite and grow in the Lord. Amen. Every believer in this house, just lift your hands right now. Every believer, just lift your hands. Father, thank you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the power of your word. Father, you see our uplifted hands, but you know our hearts. You know our situations. You know what we face from day to day. Their doubts, their fears, their worries that some of us carry all of the time, and it hinders our faith in you. There are questions that we have that we haven't found answers to. But Lord, we look to you now. You see us, you know us. I pray in the name of Jesus that you'll minister to each heart. I thank you for people that gathered today, people that wanted to be in worship today, people who didn't know what they were going to hear when they came, but they were expecting a word that you would give. I pray that this word has blessed them. Everybody with uplifted hands. Some are sick in our midst. I rebuke the spirit of infirmity right now. Your desire is that we prosper and be in health, even as our souls prosper. God, in the name of Jesus, release healing. Release healing. By your stripes, by your stripes, we're healed. Emotional healing. Healing. Physical healing. Spiritual healing. There's some who've backslidden. Some who've fallen by the wayside. But they gathered this morning. Heal today. Draw today. Strengthen today. Pray that their faith has been strengthened today. There's some that are struggling and battling. Battling in their lives. With different afflictions and different issues. But we thank you for being a God who's big enough to handle every affliction, every issue. Thank you for deliverance today. Thank you for deliverance today. Thank you for deliverance today. Thank you, God, that this is the first Sunday of a new life, the first day of a new life in you. Bless your people now. It's in Jesus' mighty name that we pray. I pray that you've been blessed by the message. And if you have, write to us. Let us know how this message has impacted your life. Or if you've made a decision for Christ today to follow Jesus as your Savior and your Lord, write to us and let us know that as well and give us your information so that we can follow up with you. You may write to us at Tabernacle of Praise at msn.com. That's Tabernacle of Praise at msn.com. Give us your email address or a way to contact you so that we can follow up with you. Also, we would like for you to sow into this ministry. If you've been blessed by this work, by the preaching of the gospel and the teaching of the gospel, and you would like to help further this cause, we're not just preaching here in the United States. We are preaching around the world. Through this podcast, our messages are being heard in many places around the world. We are actively working in eight countries in the world, on the ground, in Liberia, Malawi, Burkina Faso, Ghana, Guinea, uh, Kenya, 
and Dominican Republic. So if you'd like to help us in this work, feel free to sow a seed to help further the preaching and teaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ and the expanding of the kingdom of God. If you would like to give, go to topraise.org forward slash give. Again, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Continue to pray with us and for us as we continue to spread this gospel of Jesus Christ around the world. God bless you.